Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Push to Talk, your favorite talk show here on the internet. So, Hello. <laughs> so we've got Caleb here with us and we've got McLeod and we've got an unmonitored, un unlabeled Urandis down there in the corner. Then Damn, have... you should have said, I could have, actually I'll, I'll make a, a Urandis' nameplate right now. While we're doing this, I, I did ask you, but we were Make all sure in a rush. I swear you. Uh... Am I bad? Am I bad at, at doing talk shows? Is that what it is? No, you 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 asked me for you asked me to make scythe a uh, <laughs> plate. <laughs> you didn't say you read this. It's terrible. I'll make you this ones up. I, I already have you one. Know it, it does. I never like, use uh, it. You know, it looks like we're lagging a little bit over on the, um, and twitchy a little on the uh, Twitch side, actually. So hopefully uh, Twitch will catch up. It decided to route us through Chicago East's annex uh, this week. Usually we come to you live through the Virginia annex at Twitch, but they said that Chicago was better. So hopefully the video will uh, will get a little better here. And it sounds like from the uh, the folks in the audience that it is. I don't. I don't know whether Chicago is better. Hold it. Hold it. Port, Port sixty six just said something out there. Something. Uh, Drayden crashed in last night's show. Um, oh yeah, see, yeah. What what happened? He crashed. He just. It just did. It, it got a little bit weird and then just died completely. But then again, I've had that situation occur, and like that could have very much been a, uh, you know, been a OBS or like XSplit thing. Um, is that no BS actually issue? Is there Twitch. something going on Twitch, like some video games tournament shit? Could be. Could be. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything going on today. Ah, who knows? There's there's always something going on, right? So um, mm -hmm. once I get Uranus's name played, I will refresh our for screen and put him up there. So um, the other thing is we had fun uh, Skype issues today, and we're going to stop using Skype as soon as I can. Um, but I couldn't get everybody's video to display. We had to look at McLeod in a teeny tiny little circle, and that wasn't going to work for the show. So we got it figured out. Sorry, yep. we're late. I mean, that, that was probably better for everybody, but you know, apparently, uh, apparently, wasn't uh, optimal for the show. Who oh, knew? It's okay. It's okay. We're just fine. <laughs> so I want to pull up the show notes and uh, and go into our our first little segment here. Um, I think probably the one of the most awaited changes here that, uh, by the way, finally, I think we're getting a little more professional communication out of CCP. Who kind of agrees with me on that um, in communicating some of their changes? Oh, hell yeah. I, I read somewhere that it's like they're coming out of their uh, their winter sleep or their winter hibernation. Yeah, but it seemed there for a year or two, we were getting things like, uh, and by the way, not picking on Fozzie, just using his name, right? Um, that, you know, hey, Fozzie was announcing changes, and then you direct all the all the hate onto one single employee, right? Whereas these I, think, are... I think we got uh, to a point around November, December, where pretty much the entire player base was just facepalming and just agreeing that things were shit. And I think that's when CCP decided that, okay, we can't delay this anymore. And then they've basically just been silent because they didn't know how fast they could actually deliver. But apparently they can actually get things done pretty fast when they want to. 
you know, oh, it might I mean, be the, uh, as far as bringing it back to professionalism and speaking, um, last time I was playing Eve, there was basically every single patch note or things that were going through would basically always hit our Eve first. And it's been really refreshing to see like CCP actually using their new website and posting it on a actual dev blog like formal yeah. which is really refreshing and i just noticed the dev blog site actually looks really nice now but i haven't checked on that in like a year so it might have a lot to do with the return of seagull as well i don't uh, know seagull, just back if for seagull, a couple seagull, of days. Back. if seagull is the messiah who is bringing good positive changes to eve i love her are you guys probably, saying that she came, came back with a big bull whip and has just been going crazy and cracking it on the neck of everyone? She hasn't been back long enough to make it make these changes. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I think uh, she's been back for back, what? Checked it out and was just like, no, 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 no. You're doing this. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're doing this. This is how it goes. That's and all it takes for good story. leadership. Uh, it, yeah, once yeah. you plan in freaking good leadership, in the absence of it, shit starts working. Well, could be, but I'm saying that they're they've got much more professional communication, which is something that we've written about and we've talked about on this show, and, and it's good to see um, CCP doing it this way. I mean, it's just great. So we bitch yeah, about agree. them all the time. Professional, when they more professional that. communication from the de uh, developers and business side of CCP to the player base and their customer base is very much refreshing Absolutely. and highly needed. It could also be that uh, all the man hours they've actually saved by the things that they've hatched uh, might actually be paying off now. We'll find out. So the most important, the thing that I hate the most, I, I hate jump fatigue. I just think, I just hate it, okay? And not because <laughs> I want to jump across the freaking universe and go smash somebody's face in. No, even just you running. Do. No, just even just fueling things around Dell. No, I, I, pain the fucking ass. You, you know what it is? It's because you don't have like eight to ten hours a day to do all of the stuff. You actually you know have a life and a job and everything. So you know your playtime is somewhat limited, which means that you know the the jump changes actually do help you out with doing stuff. Uh, yeah, you know kids so. they got to go to musical practice, voice practice, exactly. tutoring, all that good shit. And you got to run around. Now we're gonna have tennis in the mix. Shit. <laughs> All the money I could have saved not having kids. Okay, don't nobody have kids. About two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. I mean, on jump fatigue. I mean, for me at least, I think some sort of cooldown is required at least for jump drives. Um, I personally think that a kind of cooldown like this is would be much better if this was kept simple. I don't understand why CCP is still keeping this um, this two timer system where you have your blue actual cooldown and your orange which you know just stacks onto the blue why can't ccp just get rid of the orange and just make the blue countdown a solid 30 minutes because it's never the blue timer is never going to hit 30 minutes never going to go past 30 minutes now so why doesn't ccp just set 30 minutes to the base cooldown so that way whenever you jump into capital you then have to wait 30 minutes for that cooldown to start or or something in between there right um, maybe not make it a base 30, but make it somewhere between 10 and 30. So on average, you spend the same period of time jumping across the universe. The other thing is, you're right, one or the other timer. And by the way, let's not make it okay to jump at 10 minutes. Can we just make that zero, please? I don't, I don't understand that. No, you can't make it zero. 
And then another thing is um, another thing that I think this has been an issue, and I think the player base has had a much bigger issue with um, collectively, at least as far as jump fatigue is concerned, are jump bridges. Uh, that has been, you know, affecting subcapital since it came in. Basically, it makes them very, I don't want to say useless, because they still have some use to them, but there's no real point in owning space just for jump bridges now. I feel like if you could have it so that you could use a jump bridge and subcapitals wouldn't have a cooldown, you could at least use jump bridges then as some sort of defensive mechanism instead of some sort of, like, uh, I don't know, just, I don't know, I think fatigue on jump bridge is stupid i actually think i, I think noisy is spot on with uh, his comment that since we wanted it as fast as possible they couldn't uh change the whole uh two different timers thing because of all the ui changes that would be required well let's let's think about this right nothing needs to be as fast as possible just do it right the first time then you don't have to come back and revisit and fix it in six months after everybody's bitched about it being wrong for a year and a half, right? I mean, I was saying, I would say the issue with that, Eric, though, is not so much. Because it's okay to not th- get things 100% right the first time you get it. When you do don't, when, sorry, when you don't get it right the first time, you just need to iterate. And I think that's been CCP's biggest issue with jump fatigue, is they haven't iterated. And this is the second time they've iterated, and Jump Fatigue has been out for almost four years now? Five, three years now? Well, I think you're on with a lot of the challenges that I think people, or the, I don't want to say disgust, but the um, the frustration that people have with CCP. I think you're right on, Uranus. They do something, and then they never come back and fix it, because they're always on to the next big thing, right? Yeah, and I'm wondering because we've seen a lot of a harder focus of doing one thing moving on to the next at least as long as Siegel has been away from the office on maternity leave right so i'm wondering if whoever was taking her place in as far as leadership role has been kind of more pushing that um where cc where Siegel would be more focused now on let's just start iterating on what we have which is basically because iteration demands some sort of discussion, right? Back and forth with CSM, with uh, the developers, and then, of course, uh, the player base in general. Whereas rolling out new stuff that's already been decided, that's not something you need to get permission for. Yep. So, hey, mm-hmm. so by and large, though, this is a huge plus on the iteration, I think, of, of Jump Fatigue. What do you guys think about that? I kind of like it. I, th- I think Actually, it's a little more balance of a system. I disagree with, I mean, everyone who I've seen on Twitter and shows are saying this is such a huge iteration from CCP of finally they're starting to iterate on things. I disagree with that almost wholesale because this isn't that big of iterations. They're changing numbers on two or three things. They're not making gigantic sweeping changes. And for the most part, it's taken over a year for them to get these iterations out. I don't think this is a situation of, oh my God, CCP is you know making so many changes. This is a, oh my God, CCP is actually doing something sensible. Well, but we do have to take into account that every time that CCP makes changes, there's the whole cumulative effect on 
the entire ecosystem, right? So they cannot really do massive changes. Uh, they like to tweak things instead and then wait and see the, the effect. I know that uh, this is where Eric says, well, usually they kind of don't, but they have started to do that recently. Well, you got to float the trial balloon, right? And see the feedback that you get. Um, the, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to actually say something. You'll probably all hate me for saying it out there in the audience. I'm <laughs> thinking that taking the maximum down to 30 minutes is a little too much. I might actually agree with you on that. I'm, I'm a little bit angry with in, in agreement. Like I think 30 minutes is too short, like 45 to an hour is 45, no, 45 is probably, like, I'd go between 30 and a half and 30 and an hour. What, what I mean, 30 max? minutes would seem, sorry, go ahead, Eric. No, 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 go ahead, you finish. No, I was going to say, like, 30 minutes would definitely fit for, like, a more casual um, sandbox experience. Um, however, I think right now, as far as the, uh, at least as far as the galaxy is set up at this point, I think 30 minutes is too short. Um, for it being, you know, a scalable timer. If it was a flat 30 minutes, no matter what, then I, I wouldn't see much of an issue. But, uh, yeah. I haven't used capitals in, like, six months now, so. Yeah, I'm thinking, so it went from max of seven days, right, guys? The the orange timer went from seven days. Yeah. So the, the blue timer went from what? I think 30? the maximum you could get the blue timer was like a day, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it's like 24 hours. You cannot jump, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I might have not. Because it was 30 and now they changed it right down. Yeah. Yeah, I might have yeah. not dipped that quite down to 30 minutes from a day. Um, but, but that's the you blue know what? timer. The, we're going we're gonna to find the out. The timer they reduced from 30 or from like five at, from like seven days to like five hours or something which that five hours is actually yeah. a lot more reasonable because a fucking day like is what well, well i've jumped too much i guess oh. i have to log off for 24 hours because i can't do what i need to do you know five five right. hours would basically <laughs> screw you over with anything else that you wanted to do in that evening yeah but it, but it's because essentially what it meant was you couldn't really go on any kind of op because if it required a if it required like say you know you jumping through uh you know jumping uh, on top of something in a black in like a black ops fleet then you you know you couldn't really do that or if it required yeah. like you know jumping through a titan um onto a gang uh in order to actually successfully you know defend your space you couldn't do that either so it kind of screwed you over with doing anything you know pvp related in terms of you know your general sovereignty like i mean yeah you can you can still go roaming around in a, like a small gang if you want kind of thing but there's fewer and fewer people doing that. And the reason why there's fewer and fewer people doing that is because there's less reasons for people to be in space, like, lately. I mean, they're kind of changing it a little bit. They're sort of looking like they're changing it um, a little bit more, like, these days. But there's, it's harder to catch people. There's People are in less, you know, vulnerable situations in space than they were, you know, say, two, three years ago. So, like... That's why you don't see that many roaming gangs out there as much, anyway. Yeah, I don't think they're terrible changes, and, and while I may not agree with some of the timings, I think it's generally overall positive. And I think that's what we're kind of all agreeing to, so that's good. Retrofusion mm. asks, how do we get more small gangs out in Null? 
I think that's when you change the meta from everything being an interceptor to something more interesting. Yeah, yeah. get let's get rid of uh, inter interceptor uh, interdiction nullification. You, oh man, I I, I, I want I, that so bad. It would. I mean, I I'm, I'm, <laughs> it would make the game a, a lot more uh, balanced because oh, it here comes a claw fleet. There's another claw fleet. Oh guys, look, quick claw fleets. <laughs> because like the and again the thing is like when you're interdiction nullified small gang it's like nothing can stop you so you're yeah, not gonna take the fight anyway so no, yeah, it's, fucking it's always funny it's and always it's funny like, no to one's see... gonna fight you because you they, they wouldn't be able to tackle you so they're just gonna die exactly. and so it's just like neither side gets a fight yeah, it's, it's just so dumb. funny when you when you when you're sitting on a like when you you're trying to catch something and you're sitting on a gate like you know you know knowing that there's gonna be a fleet coming through and then like oh it's claws and then like you you know like anybody who's remotely you know knowledgeable about sort of PvP is like ah oh, fuck fucking claws you know you know that you're not gonna catch them they they'll jump into you they'll be off the gate before you can even lock any of them. And yeah. you know, you always end up with that one dude in the in the dictor or in the hick that bubbles up, uh, and you're just like, oh, what was the fucking point of that? Yep. There was no point in that whatsoever. I, I I miss flying my hick because now it's pretty much fucking useless. And you see, you know, uh, exactly, you know, in terms of what Retrofusion asked, like, how do you get more more people in space? Well, you know, if you get more, if you remove the ability for people to just go straight through the the most, you know, most uh, organized and set up like um, gate camps, then lo and behold, you have gate camps. Because gate camps mean something, and that means that there are people in space in situations where they're not able to just tether straight away, or you know, and that kind of thing. And when you have that situation, then you have people who want to maybe break up that gate camp, and then you have two groups out in space doing something. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's a cumulative effect, right? You remove, the, you remove the super easy way yeah. of people being able to move through space, like unimpeded. Like, because I've got, I've got, I've got scepter fits that can go through smart bomb uh, gate camps that can, mm -hmm. you know, probe down a, uh, any wormhole at the at this current time. Um, that have uh, enough cargo space for uh, one light of of uh, of a sino, and also have a sino fitted. Like, and that's just one fit. That's not like three different fits. That's a single fit that I have, and it it can it can align sub two seconds as well. So, I mean, you know, just remove the as far as I'm concerned, just remove the um, nullification. Then, because it it's not a massive impediment to a scepter's ability to uh, you know to get from A to B if the actual scepter pilot is in any way a decent scepter pilot because they can get out of a bubble that's 15 kilometers in diameter uh, in uh, radius easily yeah it takes approximately three seconds to burn through it uh, let alone a half a second to just turn around and go the other way I mean so moving away from that how do you guys feel about the, um, the solve changes I don't think they go far enough, but they're along the the right direction. Like, I still think the amount of uh, um, the amount of nodes that spawn is too much. Like, um, 
But, you still uh, think it's too I mean, much it's cosmic right whack-a-mole, way. not enough focus? I think, I, I think you can... The thing is, like, however much you're going to sort of break it up, you know, the larger group is still going to have a bit of a better focus, you know, of being able to sort of divide themselves up. You know, like, a thousand divided by ten is, but is you know, it has more control over more have has more control uh, on those 10 than you know 10 people divided up 10 ways right so how do you feel about the intosis ships finally being able to receive reps do you think that's going to force any more brawls onto intosis <laughs> nodes or do you think that's just going to not do it it's not going to do think so. intosis doesn't do anything to begin with well, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not that many people have been using, have been fighting too much in terms of the sovereignty warfare, and the people that do, you know, uh, have like are kind of semi quiet about it. Like, um, but I think anything that stops the situation where you get, you know, where the only kind of uh, option available to uh, any group is to, you know drop a lift on it or a uh you know any a, a fax basically yeah because isn't the current meta been just like drop a yeah fax and then just because if you don't drop a fax because if you don't drop a yeah if you don't drop a fax then you know you're basically using something that will end up getting jammed by a, a griffin or get basically hazed by a you know a moderate size you know claw fleet so you know but now that they can use remote assistance do you think that it will uh, the usage of subcapital intosis will go up, or do you think that that's just not going to change? I think it will. I definitely. I think it. I think it will. I think people will be really tentative about it first, and then someone will find a a, a method that works quite well, um, and then you know, people will notice and gravitate towards it. But I think it's a step in the right direction. I still think. Uh, I, I think allowing complete like you know unimpeded um uh remote rep assistance might be a bit bad because i think isn't it isn't it they it's it, you're allowed to remote rep but it's penalized in some way or <clears throat> to some degree isn't it something like that uh, unless i read that wrong i don't know find it so so when i read the sub capturing tosis link changes right the, the only thing that I think would make me happy with those is to get rid of Entosis. The little yep. Harry Pottering of little things all over the place just drives me up the freaking wall. <laughs> the there, there was a there was a there was an interesting kind of uh, uh, and I was just quickly reading up. It's it's it doesn't have any impediment of remote assistance. So that's sort of, I mean that's it's okay. I kind of think that it shouldn't be completely negated. Because you're just going to have damnations there, like you know, <laughs> going brick tanking and going, you know, you can't kill me. I'm getting remote rep assistance. It's fine. Uh, but regardless, all of these changes, right? The entire uh, patch notes. It's it's all Frankenstein stuff, right? It's all turning knobs that are already in the game. They're not really removing anything. They're not really adding anything. They're just changing some variables. Which is good because it's stuff that we've been asking for for a long time, uh, and suggestions that have come from the player base. It's just a little bit uh, sad that it took this long to make this decision. Honestly, it's stupid. It's ridiculous that let's, it's taken this long. Let's put it this way: if if CCP promised to get rid of Aegis of and do something else, 
I would stop calling it Fozzy Sov and call it Aegis Sov for once, but yep, they're not. I, I did want actually. I wanted to do a quick note on the Entosis thing because I think a lot of people still think that like you know because they're allowing remote rep assistance that capitals will be able to do this like it does specifically say on fozzy's post that it's worth noting that capital ships running into links would continue to be prevented from receiving remote assistance so you're not going to have this like so what you you're know, telling me is we can't stack lifts coming in. on the uh on yeah. the you, you can't you can't drop a lift or, or a, carrier with a lift with lift back up assistance. so what you're saying yeah. is that nothing is really changing on the capital side no no and, and that's part but of the is, gameplay. But that subcap, I... but subcap is changing and getting a little bit better in terms of yeah. the gameplay. And, and that's where I, I think CCP fails, right? When you have conditional things of gameplay, you make it more complicated to play the game, right? Whereas the game's already com complicated enough, it's complex, but you don't have to make it complicated. And I, I differentiate the two there. So it's like, if you use this ship, you can be rep, but if you don't, then you can't, right? Not only does it defy mm. logic, okay, in all cases, right? It, it just is bad gameplay. It makes it complicated. My opinion. Take it or leave it, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave it. You're going to leave it? You're gonna I'm going to leave it. No, it so, makes no fucking sense. You're, you're correct. Logically... World building wise, it's fucking stupid, and it makes no sense why X ship can't receive reps when Y ship can. Yeah, that's that's just that's just fucking dumb. But balance wise, wouldn't it be fun to see like a whole squadron of fucking like faxes sitting there trying to entosis this thing and then fucking start dropping shit on them? Like, would that not bring dynamic gameplay? It, it'd get the caps. It, it'd get. It'd get. Yes. Ew. Just fucking cat bombs these fuckers. I mean, it'll be fucking great. Like, uh, I think I, you'd actually get cat fights going again, which I love. I like King Alrez's comment, right? It goes <laughs> against Eve Lord to not have a system in place, which can be 100% spreadsheeted. It just brings it to my <laughs> Well, the, the, thing, the, thing is with, the thing with having cat fights is you always have to think, like, you know, oh, you can have a cat fight, but, like... There, there will always be that situation where the cat fight will go on sort of long enough for people to bring in, you know, supers, and especially now that they've changed the, uh, the sort of uh, the, yeah, uh, jump, the team. I, I, I want them to bring in the so super. I want to fucking just thing. throw titans at each other as yeah, I know, fucking but, cannon fire. Yeah, but side. But site like it'll be That's really nice if that was if like we get to that point, but like people won't sacrifice their super you know, their their supers and titans. Then they'll lose then they'll lose the situation. They have no idea whether it's actually gonna be, you know, whether they're gonna live or die on that. Then they lose some is is isn't it important to get that? Yeah, but the, yeah, but it's not as important as that. Like, we've seen this where, like, you know, where goons lost all of their sov, like where the whole of the the, the north lost all of their sov, and you know, did they throw the the super caps into the blender? No, because they're more important than sov. It's true. You can always go get sov somewhere else. Yeah, but something. we could also make like literally, we we're joking about it this morning about every. Five seconds, we produce four supers. You know, that is a, that is a, that is a statistic that is not that, 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 <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. What is it? every time you clap your hands, eighty supers are born, and the goons just start jerking it. You know, 
Like Wait, that's just that's just wrong. Every every click of the finger, and there's a sov born. Uh, there's a there's a a, a super cat born. Was it so every time I clap my hands, a child dies in Africa? Well, stop clapping your fucking yeah, yeah. hands. Yeah, it's every time every time <laughs> I clap my hands, goons build another super, and and PL and Test are crying. Hey, <laughs> Mitten said we're only building titans from now on, so it's not supers. Well, fucking fine. We can crank titans out just as quick. I think. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think I think for the most part, people's uh, people's uh, uh, sort of. Uh, the amount of supers that they have are basically like, well, that's the that's how I'm ratting now from now onwards. Like, you know, right, it's really ho wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta interrupt y'all. Port sixty six has created the greatest TV uh, show of all time. Uh, you know, there's Shark Week. We're gonna have Titan Week on Eve Online. <laughs> <laughs> how fucking awesome would that be? A week of streams where it's just fucking Titans doing nonsense. Documentary of how documentary on the first I want yeah, to see one of those come out of the you, water and eat a snake. Yeah, it just, God, it just breaches, it, it breaches out of a fucking docking bay, and you're like, and this is how a titan bounces I, really I, fast. Some Russian goes and, just like, and cuts some just of like, power, and then the first titan kill now happens. Yeah. That's just like thinking like titans in like sort of situations that you probably wouldn't expect. M like McLeod, titans get in really, like a get really large soft asteroid and belt and stuff, but they, that happens anyway. McLeod, I, just like get the super soft narratory voice because you're British and you can actually do the accent correctly, um, and give us like, here oh, we God. see a squadron of <laughs> insert Titan here uh, uh, eating their natural prey, the <laughs> Nick Super Carrier. You see. know what? This is a new video by Shanghai. <laughs> we need a new one. Here we see the. Uh, we get fake Morgan Freeman to show up. Farming the there is someone. Food Actually, you guys are missing it all. <laughs> I, re I remember wait, seeing. Wait, 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 hold on. What? It, wasn't YouTube, it wasn't an Eve thing, but I remember seeing a, uh, a PUBG video where someone had, like, David Adamer's voice down to a fucking T. It was amazing. I literally, I was literally there kind of going, holy crap, that is actually David Attenborough doing that. And it was like, <laughs> it was amazing. Like, Jacques Eric, what, what did you say we missed? Jacques Cousteau. That's whose voice we need. Oh, okay. Jacques Cousteau. Here we Still. see the Titan in its natural habitat. Yes. <laughs> a few moments later. <laughs> a few moments later. Hey, the Titan has mined one rock in high sec. <laughs> well, we're quite we're quite close to France. Yeah, you're you're basically sleeping cousins, Alabama <laughs> style. Going to as going they say in the day. south. <laughs> yeah, how about how about those uh, tethering changes though? Jumping uh, jumping and tethering changes. I think it's mm. cool. I love them. I don't think runs change a whole lot. Wait, wait, I, I'm I'm bad and may not have read that. What's think, the tethering one? So I think so, it, it they they're adding a 30 second uh like timer to basically yeah, to, before you yeah before, like essentially you know when you when you've uh, come out of vulnerability um you have 30 seconds before the tether actually kicks in. That's not gonna do shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna do that even much. if someone's yeah. jumping everything to an Astrohoose, like, who's going to jump on, you know, Titans, and how many Titan kills are you going to get in 30 seconds, right? Like, Well, it's, it's, it's not Titan kills in 30 seconds. Like, you, the, the tether mechanic will, start, will, will not kick in if you get scrammed. So if someone locks you and scrams you in that 30 seconds, King you're not going to get tethered at all. 
King, King Aries has a good one. Does the tether timer enough. get affected by Tide? Oh no, it doesn't. Then it's worthless. That that's technically correct. If the timer <laughs> is not affected by Tide, it's fucking stupid. And that's No, I'm sure. I'm fairly certain it will do. That's right. In 30 seconds is more than enough. For oh yeah. Time for something to go wrong. But... Because your invulnerability timer also gets affected by tie-dye, so I'm fairly certain that that timer will get affected. But you never know. This is CPCP. They might have act. They might accidentally forget about like you know ticking that box that says you know affect be affected by tie-dye. Like we did for all structures. Personally, I tell you, 30 seconds is enough time for everything to go wrong. Right? Uh, it is in a perfect situation. Because it's, like, it's happened I mean, to me. Thirty seconds, and yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think I've lost a carrier, uh, two carriers, I, and a dread in wormhole space in thirty seconds. When I'm like, oh, I'll be right back, and yeah, I just heard screaming over the headset after I got back to my office. I, mean, I, I personally think, I personally <laughs> think that like, I personally think that uh, you know, yeah, thirty seconds is you know enough time in a in you know in an in a an unfortunate situation for shit to go wrong. But I personally do think that like, you know. Uh, that you shouldn't be able to light a cyano inside of the uh, tether range yeah. of a, uh, a citadel. Like that—that's my personal opinion. I know that there's going to be people out there well, who like I, you think that I'm completely batshit crazy. I, I don't like, think I mean, you should be able to light know, it's, it's a, a, sino, a sino on grid with one. Like fucking. I, I don't know about on grid. Like grid. Well, like you, or, or, well, not, it's not even grid with the the. Yeah, well, grid is huge now. Back in the day, grid was not as big. But no, like, not, I don't mean grid. I mean like you shouldn't be even within like x kilometers of it like 100k of the object you shouldn't be able to light a sino yeah yeah so you'll you'll have sinos lit at like 200 from whatever station they want to dock at and then they fucking have to move their shit well that that was the that was the cool thing about like you know about sinos and you know signing something onto a uh you know old school pulse you know because if you signoed capitals um you know add zero on a pause mm -hmm. like obviously you know you had that mechanic that like pushed the push the uh sino out yeah like say i think it was like five kilometers and if you came out like 10 kilometers from the actual you know the shield of a pause like that was that was a moment where which would make you sweat mm -hmm. that was a situation where you were like moments. oh fuck oh yeah like i could die here it's good shit though you know uh, and the you know the 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 way that people prevented that was basically signing uh, within warp distance, or yeah. to, you know, at, at warp distance from the pause. You could basically sign up and then warp in. I mean, that's how I kind of feel like it should be on citadels, personally. Yeah, I mean, they need to be a little more scary. Yeah. Right. Uh, next? What's our next nonsense? <laughs> next not well, hey, that's you know a, what? That's a good comment right there the from King. Why hasn't Caleb yelled at any of us yet? Because we haven't <laughs> given him any ammo. Because <laughs> we haven't moved on to any kind here's, of here's pseudo... Here's something that I we haven't we talked haven't about economic nonsense yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. There's no way of knowing the effects of any of these changes in advance, right? We have to see them in the wild. There's a lot of... Uh, comments from people that will be specifically uh, affected by one or or the other change, right? And they can comment, but commenting on it as a whole, really, there's nothing to say. And everything has been said because, uh, and me personally, I cannot comment on doctrine changes in the meta because 
I have no clue where they're going to go. But, but Caleb, everyone that knows have already said what is going to happen, right? Caleb, how are these tether changes going to affect the economic downfall of Delve? It's no change. It, it, it's a very small change. That's one of those uh, suggestions that came into the uh, CSM that players have been talking about for a while because the old tether was too safe. This was a compromise, really, and that's what this whole patch... Uh, thing is, it's just compromises and compromises and compromises, and it's going to delay the rage until CCP can get their act together and make some actual changes, right? Yeah, I could actually see jump freighters die a lot. No, yeah, jump freighters yeah, yeah, but they're going to they're going to adapt within like two months, right? Say again. See the the so the, wait, the only time yeah, shut up. I'm just going to say you talked over Mirandus was trying to say a thing. Okay. Oh, I was trying to say like how would the nerf of uh, Macarials affect the production of Trit in Eve, but <laughs> would we'll so produce remember, other battleships. Remember, it doesn't matter. It's not going to affect jump freighters at all because they're just going to dock up like they're going from system to system. What this really, I think this is a targeted change. Right? We are going to get a few days of, oops, I didn't read the patch notes, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, we to be fair, well, uh, to be fair, the you're gonna get a you're gonna get a weekend of oops I didn't fucking know it was Burn Gita either but that's another point. Oh, uh, when's that? It's the same with the Upworld 2.0, right? The in, in, extreme increase in uh, destroyed fucking structures. It's all because people hadn't actually checked and fueled and uh, reset their timers. I'm uh, saying that like I I I am kicking myself uh, for not going into wormholes and finding low power structures and killing them. Because like the the stuff that dropped from that, the amount of like uh, isk that dropped from those kind of uh, low power kind of structures was insane. Because they don't get, you know, they don't get asset safety, so it just all drops. Like the amount of isk that dropped out of low power structures that got, that got killed uh, in wormholes was just nuts. Oh yeah, that's that's what I heard. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. The um... But when we talk about, let's talk about the tethering here for a minute, because I was going to say something. Um, they were targeted specifically, not at jump freighters, not at, not at subcaps, not at any of that. They were purely targeted as an easy way to, from Astro House to Astro House to move your, your capital fleet, okay? And yeah. move it into, into place, right? Now, this just places your fleet at risk because they, they can't dock it in Astro House and they're not going to instantly uh, tether. So they're just adding a little more risk into that. That's all this was intended to do in my mind. And, that, and yeah, that's and, good. Which is good. It's totally fine. And something that, that the player base have talked about for a while now is why can't we maybe get a way to get anything to untether, right? Any kind of mechanic, a ton of suggestions have been have been made, right? And there's really no solution to it. And, and if we go back and look at why tethering was added to the game in the first place, it's pretty much tied to all the problems with uh, docking games, right? Well, tethering was added to the... As, it was meant as to a replace super... POS shields, but there, you, you can't... You would have If you were in a POS shield and you wanted to aggress someone, you would have to go all the way outside of the POS shield to aggress them. With tether mechanics, you don't have to move anywhere. You can just... You can lock them up, still be tethered, and then, you know, finally, when you're ready, activate everything. Yeah, it's a really nice uh, solution to those two things in the past, right? The uh, the difference with the stations and then the, the POS benefits, right? So now they added something that basically solves both both problems, right? It, it 
it doesn't add an actual shield which would be abused a lot i don't, I don't know about solving like it's creating it, it problems so it compounded both of their issues that they both had and that i wouldn't say it really solved any problems it just more it might have solved a problem but it more or less compounded both of their issues that they had yeah, Raz, well, it's, it's now... in chat that um, when you target, you untether. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's untether. no way to actively get someone forcibly to untether. Well, you can have that when there are, you can have there a way ways... to forcibly make somebody not cloaky camp for eight there were ways. Days. There were ways for, like, uh, to get someone aggressed and therefore untether, but they were deemed as an exploit, so you couldn't do them. Like, uh, there was a... Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. Not, not even gonna. You know, uh, say how it was done because I, I don't even know whether it's been fixed, and I don't want to. You know, basically tell people how to exploit on the show. So, nah. Yep, smart man. Good man. Good man. Uh, you know, here's here's. But, a... Yeah, there were ways, and they were deemed an exploit. So don't. Yeah, here's a uh, here's a thing where I can't believe the code has been around this long. You know, moving the uh, moving the e voice out of there. Taking the code away. I mean, I mean that you have sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I've only ever used it on. Um, I've only ever actively used it on uh, Singularity server when I, you know, every so often, um, you know, helped uh, on the what was it the, the like little kind of. Uh, tests that they did, that CCP did. I've never used and they it would, once, and, and they would honest, use... if there was any development time being spent on that, just like uh, hangar, just like uh, personal rooms in stations, like, get rid of it. Yeah. 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 I used it in my friggin' pre-PVP days, like, when I first started. They didn't know anything about friggin', like, Mumble or anything like that. Well, you see, the thing is, like, I think eVoice was a potential avenue to be utilized in game um up until the point where you know uh basically you know discord became a thing because no, before it was I, a case of you that. had to really have well you had to you had to if you wanted to have a, a teamspeak server or a mumble server you had to have a a server to base it on really or or pay like literally pay um you know, team, you know the the people who make Teamspeak in order to actually have a server. Whereas now, like anybody can make a Discord server and talk to their people via you know voice over IP um, for nothing. It's free, pretty much, right? You know, so um, if you didn't have the money to spend on having your own server to put a a Mumble server on or pay the guys who make Teamspeak to have a Teamspeak server. Then yeah, eVoice was a you know was a uh, a way for CCP to help you out in terms of you know having those comms. But now we just have now everyone has Discord and it's so easy and you know to make that you know why even have eVoice? I'm wondering if There's... there was any overhead over on Eve servers or on their network that they're going to cut out and save money on too, um, if anybody was even using it because that'd be a good thing for eVoice. Voice, I, I think it was 0. 0.4. I disagree with the voice thing because if you look at a lot of games, like if you're in any kind of group, if no one uses any game service, they're all using something like TeamSpeak, Mumble, or you know Ventrilo. If they're like, yep. 
Like I've don't never s- seen a game yeah. where any group never, has don't used shit on Vint, like, all right? Vint was dope. <laughs> like I've Ventrilo, never seen any group. Ventrilo was solid, man. Don't shit on it. It was. I liked Ventrilo when I love the Texas speech so, on Ventrilo. You can so troll real hard with that shit. The thing that the thing that annoyed the fuck out of me about Ventrilo was like it would like it would beep at you with and you'd have no idea what that beep was meant to be. Exactly, which was great. <laughs> and I was just you like, trigger beep. The fuck? So, so I love Ventrilo. I used to uh, I used to like have it keyed up where if someone hit a button uh, or something on accident, it would start playing nonsense on the server. <laughs> it always nice. made me laugh because so people would just hit it and it's like I a was... sound bomb. <laughs> to speech in uh, discord as well by the way it's not as good it's not as customizable as ventrilo i went from going on ventrilo where like because on ventrilo like you would hit a button and it would make a little chirp whenever your push to talk went on i went from that to TeamSpeak, and TeamSpeak didn't have that at least with the default settings so i was really concerned whenever i would hit my push to talk like can you guys hear me I'm not sure if I muted. I'm, you know, speaking up. <laughs> um, ventrilo, Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you but that's yeah, not the important always... thing that's gonna get, get changed, right? The important part of that dev blog was uh, that they're using, uh, they're, they're getting rid of the old chat system. Mm, yeah, yeah, and we're uh, not gonna miss upping it. it. Upping it to a, uh, and also the, yeah. Do you mean the? the in-game chat like yeah like, we're finally getting a, a service that can actually potentially be uh hosted outside so we might actually be able to get it on our devices and shit yeah alliance chat in you know you you can get local chat on your phone i'm pretty sure that uh, we've requested that for more than 10 years is that is that is that the closest that eve will ever get to being uh you know augmented reality like walking around you know uh, your hometown, or you know, you know it's, it's, it's a bit like, stupid, right? Because it's it's, it's so weird. late, right? We all we've all migrated to to Discord and have Discord on our phones and everything. Mm-hmm. So them adding the option to <laughs> potentially do that with the Eve client is a little bit too late, in my opinion. I absolutely have Discord on my phone. Absolutely. Yep. I may or may not play with it way too much when I'm at work if we're bored. You, you, actually, that, I, that never happens. You're exactly. Actually, I said uh, I, I may like or may hate, not. I have no idea would, what's happening here. I would like to say, actually, that hates uh, hating on uh, Gloria Pharaoh, like, uh, actually has a good point. Like, um, CCP did say, like, in that dev blog, that uh, the, the amount of CPU time that. Uh, you know, like the chat system uses is actually extraordinarily high for what it is. So, you know, moving it off into its own thing as XMPP would actually potentially add some more performance to fleet fights. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's also a great move uh, mm. in preparation for the 64-bit client, right? It would be. And yeah. by the way, port 66 does not mute me on on Discord. He just flat outright you know, doesn't pay attention to any of my PMs. Mm-hmm. That's because he's a shithead. <laughs> like, let's just call it what it is, all right? So, how about this new command ship? 
I haven't even seen it. What is it? Please. So, okay. I need this. Let's play your Link it. I need to see it. It's a dedicated FC ship that looks essentially like a ship. Oh, okay. I know what this is. I heard about it. Massive shield, hull, and armor with 90% resistances across the board, and it can only fit a prop module. It has like <laughs> one right. of the best locking ranges and things like that. So it's essentially all you would really need from an FC ship. Large tank, low sig, great locking. But it's like I don't see a point to it. No it probing. just shoot this guy first. Like it's No, 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 because it has ninety percent armor resistances and massive HP buffers. Uh -huh. It's not going it's in can you it, know, can really it small sig. Shoot or anything, or does it just fucking it can't shoot. It can't target paint or anything like that. You can't all, all paint. Really you can do. only fit a prop mod. Basically, you can only fit prop mods, and that's it. Well, <laughs> so it's a, a bit of a caveat, right? It, it, we don't it, really it, know exactly where it's going to end up. This. The the real thing that I hate about this is that I feel like command ships, like the battle T two battle cruisers, should be doing that. T two battle cruisers should be the ones that have that massive tank that should be able to, you know, they're, that's what they're in their name, command ship. That's what they should be doing. So yeah. I feel like it's really stupid that CCP needs to add a very specific ship for something that they could just handle by buffing uh, T2 battlecruisers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the big challenge, right? It's for FCs that are tired of having spies knowing where the FCs are and just getting shot, right? Well, the the issue with that is, like, I mean, it still doesn't fix anything. Like, I mean, if you're going to be in a situation where you're going to get, like, out for out, and, like... you know, like, if you're not providing, if you're not being, you know, <clears throat> proactive enough to, you know, provide, uh, you know, sort of alternative thing, you know, alternative target callers, alternative anchors and stuff like that in your fleet, then, like, there's a multitude of issues to go with that. And I did actually, I did put down like a reply in that thread, which I think sums it up quite a lot. I'll, I'll link it in chat, but uh, and I'll give you a bit of a uh, TLDR. Hang on a sec. Did you use a lot of words? That's, I did use a lot of words. Um, I linked a few people's posts because I read through that thing quite, that, like all the way up to there fairly extensively. And there were some, there were some good alternative uh you know sort of uh, suggestions um which i think you know solves a lot of issues but i um I'll quickly read what is what i said here but like i said basically also any fc worthy of the fc, FC label multiboxes and any fleet that's going to a situation where you'll be finding a fleet that can alpha your fc should have the redundancies uh, in the form of secondary and tertiary FCs and anchors and target callers, if you're at, you know, and if your anchor is obvious by the ship type, which it would be with this freaking flag cruiser, right? Um, and you count on that for just basically salvation, um, then you're not going to last because one, if you're an anchor, you're going to get like, you're going to get uh, webbed down, and so your fleet's going to be just sitting there doing nothing. Secondly, you know. If you're going to get scrammed and you're asking your your fleet to warp off, you're staying there. Your fleet's going somewhere else. You can't FC after that. So you're stuck in the middle there. And thirdly, yeah, fair enough. It's got you know large you know it's got a large amount of HP, um, a small sig, and high resists. But you know if your if your logi wing is dead, you're not getting 
um, reps, you're dead. It's just a matter of time. Simple. So thinking that it's a, a god tier ship that'll you know stop you from being killed as an FC is a fucking wishful thinking. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be used. Um, not even Plus, by novice FCs. I mean, somebody mentioned yeah. maybe it was a way to get novice FC, FCs to feel comfortable. And I'm sitting there yeah. going, you know what? If you're against the F1 monkeys and you hate all that sort of stuff, you know, let FCs get shot like everybody else. That's how we, I hate to say it, that's how we started winning Plus, the Revolutionary yeah. War. Plus, it, it also came up in, it also <laughs> came up wrong. in, um, it also came up in one of the other kind of, uh, I think it was, was it not? It wasn't Caps Table, it was one of the other kind of things. Um, it was in, I think, actually Jeff Rager's uh, po uh, podcast show, which is interesting because, like, I, he probably doesn't realize that I actually listen to his show. But they were talking about how um, uh, a lot of the FCs that you think of as, you know, fairly sizable FCs actually. You know, their first taste of FCing was when the FC that they were flying under got headshotted and had to ask somebody to start calling targets. Yeah. And if, you, if that doesn't happen... Sort of an FC was basically, I was in with a group of people on TeamSpeak and we were all mining and then some people jumped into our system like, hey guys, we can kill these guys. Let's all go in our shiny tech faction cruisers. And then we somehow all got our asses handed to us because, you know, we're all noobs. Hey, oh, uh, we I missed got earlier. messaged by the Alliance leader at that time saying, you're not allowed to say anything on comms anymore about leading people. <laughs> and I'm just like... I tried real hard. I tried. Like, like, I, tried. Oh, I'm I'm just, you, man. I don't know if we thanked him, but thanks to DT underscore uh, DJ K whatever. Yeah, for your sub. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it or not. I did not see it. I missed oh, it, yeah. so thank you. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just scrolling back and I'm like, oh, damn, missed that. Yeah, I, is the thing popping up on the video where it says someone subs still? You know what, I didn't see it pop up, so... Because I didn't see it either. But yeah, like, you you know, it, uh, coming back to that kind of point, like, if you don't if you don't cause that situation where, you know, people can be handed, you know, the, the possibility of doing something that they don't normally do, then, you know, you, you deny the possibility of people, you know, inadvertently becoming, you know trying out FCing or, tar or target coiling and realizing that they actually really quite like this and they should they want to do a little bit more, you know? So this ship is kind of like a, a, a weird sort of like, uh, like saving grace to some to people who don't realize that it's not their saving grace in any way, shape or form. And it, it you know, it also single-handedly also stifles the, uh, you know, the, the increase of, um, you know, uh fcs that you know realize that they're actually they actually quite like fc so oh i hate it. like leading kittens and it's like punching kittens in the face you just <laughs> no but you have to you have to have that alpha kind of character of just you know if the kitten like I mean, we we are talking of like uh, I was about to say if the kittens misbehaving punch it, but that's just wrong in so many different levels. So I mean, kittens I is me. I'm the, like, <laughs> I'm the guy who Sometimes says you know a bad. catapult is named a catapult for a reason. You're not wrong. Punching kittens, jeez. It's like I've hunted rabbits, skinned them, and made them into stew. Like 
Mm. I would still never hit a kid, uh, punch a kitten. Well, in the face. It, it was you were, I mean, you were the one who started off using kittens as the uh, as the. Uh, what if it's like know, a baby the, tiger? The for like a if it's a tiger member, so, you, know. you know, would you punch a tiger oh kitten God, if it was trying to bite you? But what if it, what if the tiger kitten was trying to bite you real hard? I think it's a cub. I would punch a tiger. So so let's talk about our, our big announcement. Let's get out of this tiger kitten bullshit. Let's let's move away from the you know random you know, abuse of animals. Would you yeah, punch right. a shark, a baby shark in the face? Go. Well, fuck yeah. I mean. Okay. So good. Would you? Do, so would you, you would punch a baby tiger as well. Then we've determined. <laughs> Everybody loves. So, kittens. if you had to punch either a baby, baby, a baby tiger, or a baby kitten, what would you? I'd punch the. I'd punch both. Just, <laughs> just, just, just to make sure. Double I punch. Didn't have, you, you punch them both at the same time and be like, "I couldn't make up my mind." And then you'll be eaten by the mama. Good job. Exactly. So, so we have a great, show, a really interesting show next weekend, and I wanted to let everybody know about it in advance. So oh yeah! Tell all your friends because it's going to be really cool. So hype. So we are actually going to have a full discussion with CCP RAM and CCP Denormalized. CCP RAM is one of the senior system administrators on TQ, and CCP Denormalized is the uh, senior uh, database administrator for the environment. So if a bunch of you are geeks out there who want to know what the hell happens on the back end and how do they keep this thing running when we're all beating the crap out of it, these are the guys to talk to, and I think we're going to have a great time and a great conversation with them. What do you guys think? And to be fair, to be, to be fair, like the the server cluster is probably the largest, you know, sort of um, networked supercomputer uh, in commercial use. I think something like that. So I, yeah. I have an, a, an so, RS yeah. rendering of close. CCP. It should be. It's really it's not like, even uh, close. Or was it? It used to be. I would be it willing to, to be bet it'd be more larger for like a yeah. video game. Maybe uh, for video games, you're probably pretty close. Although Life is Feudal seems to have quite a few. so. But they clearly have the most that. interesting setup, and we are going to be talking to them about it. Because, well, number one, I think Eve is one of those games that is architected in a way that is way cooler than 99.999% of everything out there. So these you're, you're, you're going to get to rant a lot, right, Eric? Going to rant about all the things that you've been talking about on this show. Oh no, God. this Eric's isn't. This, have a blast. No, this isn't about ranting. This is uh, about you know pure geek bonding and and talking about what they do. This is not a thing where we're going to come at them and say these are all the things that we think are wrong with your system because bullshit. We don't know, right? We well, can, no, but now you're going to. We can already assume that, like, one of the issues is, like, it's only single-threaded, and that would require an entire rewrite of the game, basically, which is just not... This is not not sysadmins. Sysadmins have to deal with the code that devs write. And trust me, as somebody who's lived on that side for (laughs) more than two decades, right, um, it uh, it is very interesting when the guys say... Well, you know, why isn't that query running fast enough? And then, you know, you sit there and go, because you dumped 60 billion rows in the fucking table and we can't make it run any faster than that, you know? Or you've got a five-page query. Fuck you, okay? No, this is going to be a fun conversation with these guys. It's going to be very cool. Do you think they're going to announce some hardware upgrade? Uh, no, I don't think they're not here necessarily to announce anything. I've asked them to come on the show no, just to they would they would have not a geek announce fest, something man. like that on a podcast. Yeah. CCP. I mean, I kind of time again they would only announce something like that on a more official thing like a dev blog yeah. or 
a Reddit post because, yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't come on our show to announce those things, so I wouldn't expect that. But if you want questions, right, I'm going to... Um, uh, I may, on my Twitter account, if you follow me, Eric Asmok, um, on Twitter, I'm going to announce a, an address to send some questions from the audience, too. Um, so that Eric, there's a, there's a whole list of questions. I believe one of your, your uh, friends actually sent you a list of that we should ask a few of them. Oh, we will. You, you, know, you know the list I'm thinking of? I know the list. <laughs> the, okay. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to collect some questions. I want to send it over to CCP. I want them to know what we're going to kind of talk about in advance because I want them, you know, I want them to feel comfortable and I want them to be happy to be here. This is not a uh, rake you over the coals because we think tight ice sucks because these aren't the guys that can deal with that. These are the guys who have to try and keep us in the game every day. And I'm sure they have some really cool war stories to share. Because all the, the server was on fire. I grabbed the no, these, these are guys who... to the CPU. Yeah. Are these the guys who are actually, you know, sort of there, you know, with the hand on the fire extinguisher just in case the surrogate actually catches on fire kind of thing? So I'm fairly certain. But yeah, I, the one thing which I think I, I'd like really like to actually talk, uh, ask them about is how like over the top they, they have actually taken the, uh, the, you know, the dedicated fleet fight servers because like, you can you can do some interesting stuff in in terms of turning off cores and turning off uh, you know physical you know physical cores uh, in order to actually get a better uh, heat dissipation on a certain core if you're only running one. So I'd be interested to know whether they actually do that kind of thing or whether they've even thought about doing that kind of thing. I'm sure they. I mean, they. I mean, it's going to be a great conversation because when you think in terms of things like citadels, let's t- take in terms of you know, um, CCB denormalized, right? The, it had to be very interesting what he had to do from a performance perspective when they added citadels and all the searches and the inventory things that, you know, just increased uh, exponentially under that. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be great talk, and I hope everybody in the audience comes back for it. And I hope we get some, you know, some questions from folks out in the audience when I when I tweet the uh, the email address to send to. And I will send it to Tweet Fleet and everything. God, it would I be nice if we could get uh, delete it when we're done. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, it's going to be a temporary kind one. Kind of uh, cool if we could get the proper post mortem of uh, the latest big fight because some of the numbers were thrown around, but uh, we haven't actually gotten the real presentation on how much was happening and how much the load was. Oh yeah, well, that, and that's some of the things that I'll gather from us that we will send toward them, and we're going to have that big conversation. I think it's going to be very interesting. Um, so I wanted everybody to know we've got two, two folks from CCP that you don't normally see on shows and we're going to bring them to you here live, uh, next Saturday. I, and, and unless they back out because I did get confirmation, uh, from CCP that they were going to be here already. So just make sure Eric, that it's not through, that it's not the conference. They don't sort of, they don't go come into the call through like their conference center because the, the 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 audio from that is just okay. terrible. Did you have an well, issue with the conference mic? Oh fucking conference mics! Holy shit! Never again. That was the most horrible episode of Talking in Stations ever. Oh, see, we have Skype conference rooms. All Skype plug right in. So yeah, so it'll be interesting. So we will see that. Um, any last words from anybody, Urandis? I'll start with you. 
Um, I'm going to pass just because I have nothing pass. really to say. Yeah, nothing. We'll, come, we'll come back to him, ladies and gentlemen. The cloud. Uh, I mean, my usual shout out to my init bros and uh, T-Grads. Um, and it's been doing some uh, interesting things, um, uh, you know, in, in classic init form. Uh, so, uh, and we look to hopefully uh, utilize that on people soon. So uh, that should be fucking hilarious. Cool. I wish you luck, man. Mm. Caleb, you're up. Oh, I'll just give my shout out to uh, Jintan that found, uh, finally found his testes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's now Jin, Jin's happy now. Yep. <laughs> Jin is Jin is happy as Jin Tappy. Jin Tappy? Not, I don't get it, by the way. Tappy, test alliance, please ignore. Oh, okay, Tappy. That's, uh, see, I didn't know that. But yeah, I figured, yeah, he, yeah. Has, he has to go, you know, to where those weebs are. <laughs> hey, he's his favorite weeb. I don't think I'm the one weeds. who actually was saying that. I think there was a certain high-level individual that might have tweeted that out. He loves his cat ears, and I think, uh, I think they're uh, cat ear friendly over there. Okay, there you go. I don't think he's got one of those in real life yet. We should convince him to get No, one. he does. <laughs> oh, I've just not seen him uh, wearing them on cam yet. He, he, I, I think I came have somewhere, but I, he, I, yeah. You came about that pretty quick there, Uranus. That was, that was a quick uh, one. He, I'm his favorite weeb. What do you want? There you go. There you go. It's really weird being like a weeb uh, in Goonswarm because it's like weeb culture is kind of like... Uh, what a taboo it's like no you just weave no, on the side that. you have to weave on the side when no one's yeah, paying attention on the side. yeah i swear to god in the uk if you're um uh if you're uh like in university like yeah the whole onesie thing like just happens you just have to roll with it okay the onesie thing yep animal onesie thing yeah, that, oh, yeah, that shit is strong right now. Yeah. People just show up in, like, unicorn onesies or whatever to class. It's fucking dumb. You know, I come from the era when you're a freshman, you pull the fire alarm in the freshman dorms to see what the freshman girls wear. It's funny the number I was cool. of... I was cool out like that one. Oh, it's funny the number of people who got arrested at my university for trying that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they didn't They didn't play kindly with, with that mm. kind of crap. So yeah, people at my school are generally smart and don't do things like that. Yeah, it's a good. No, that's pretty. That's pretty good try there. But uh, the the issue with our my cops are assholes. So the issue I have with my university is like all the doors are alarmed. So if someone in like your residence hall holds the door open too long for their friend, it starts to go off and basically wakes everyone up at like four in the morning. Nice. You know what they say: <laughs> you're either quick or you're dead. Basically, there you go. And by the way, for somebody out there, could you tell them who a weeb is? They don't know what a weeb is. They think it's a spod miner. And- uh, weebu. Uh, it's basically the a person who enjoys Japanese culture and anime and likes to throw terms like, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into it, but basically just we need to start throwing terms. No, you got to start throwing terms. You said uh, terms. What terms? We need some terms. Okay. All right, Scythecoon. Um, oh God damn it. Give us, give it. You might give get stabbed for that Google. one. See, I give don't even know Google. a lot of Japanese. I know some Chinese, but like, I, yeah, I'm a really badly a bad weeb. 
Bad I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play the Journey down. Japanese video after this. I took uh, I took down Kung all Pao. Of my, that's um, the uh, that's the only we determined. Mm, I took down all my merch recently. Uh, just you know, as I was coming back from school, so I like I have nothing hung up right now. But like I do have I do have my little like Funko Pop thingy. But I mean that's about it. Right. So now. the weeb is weak with this one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Mm. Alrighty, RJ. What's your nice. last word this week? Uh, I'm just I'm just looking forward to seeing what these fatigue changes will look like. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's like the lamest last word ever. Psych. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Here, and I, you I, look so good in the intro with the fucking cigar, the window, and the just you know. Well, that, that we're going to see what's happening in the future. I mean, if I if I end, do end up moving or whatnot back to the East Coast. Fingers crossed, I'll have my whole freaking studio set up, yeah. so I'll be back up on video. All, all I'm saying Fuck is yeah. your response this week was below expectations. Okay. I, next time, I love you. I love you. But you time, did awesome. Next time we see. All right, I, so I have what I want to say for my last word. All right, you're in. Uh -huh. Jintan, please marry me so that I can become your sugar baby and you can be my sugar Oh, my sugar God. Because yep, we went there. Like that was the lowest on screen. Like, and now that he's no longer in TVA, I am totally willing. Can I? I got last words. Say <laughs> go. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Oh my! The God. facts of life. <laughs> that's that's that's. I've been. I've been. I got. I've lost my sensible for something that side says. Say had a crush on Blair. We know he did. I, I don't even think I've watched an entire episode of that show. But you know the song. I know the goddamn theme song. You're damn right I do. You had a crush on Blair. I, I, I could and not even tell you which one Blair is by looking at the cast. Though I assume it's the hot one because, you know. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's a wrap for this week. Uh, we hope to see you next week when we have CCP around. Everybody say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.